0: Bum
1: ba 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 ba
0: reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is
1: Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Stewart. And I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're reviewing the action comedy film, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. This is from a screenplay by Tom Gormacon and Kevin Eden with Gormican directing. So we saw a trailer for this a few months ago. This looked like it was going to be the ultimate Nicolas Cage movie in which Nick Cage plays Nick Cage, uh, a fictionalized version of himself. So we're not doing spoiler review for this today, but Taylor, what's a brief synopsis of the unbearable weight of massive talent?
0: So this is a fictionalized version of Nick Cage playing himself uh, as he's kind of down and out uh, actor. He's like kind of lost his edge in Hollywood. Nobody wants to cast him. Um, He's estranged from his daughter. Uh, You know, they're going to um, they're trying to reconnect his, you know, his his wife, his wife, ex-wife. And he's just really like, I, I got to get back into it. And he basically is like, you know what? I'm done. I'm out of the Hollywood game. And his agent played by Neil Patrick Harris. is like, hey, listen, I got this gig for you. It's a million dollars. And you basically go to this guy's uh, out in, in um, this. He's wealthy millionaire. He's eccentric. You got to go to his birthday party to appear. And he's like, okay, you know what? I'll just, I'll just do the gig. And he basically gets a little bit more than he bargained for as he finds out this guy is not uh, who he appears to be, even though. They create quite
1: a friendship. This was a fun movie. This was I do think that you have to kind of be at least have the knowledge of a good amount of Nick Cage movies to get everything in this film. This becomes like a film within a film because what's so fun about this this movie was Nick Cage. he is it's a little bit of meta where you like you do kind of understand that, like he was such in the limelight for such a long time, you know, won an Oscar, did all these big movies. And then he kind of stopped doing big movies and did more like indie films for a while. Yeah, and directed DVD and whatnot. And he was just taking jobs, you know. He had he had to pay off some debts. And you know, he he's a very interesting character in real life. So he he obviously buys a lot of interesting things and his his wallet and his bank or his own, you know, business. But this movie showing a down on its luck, Nick Cage, you know, he he at one point. Is meeting with a a director and outside of this hotel, and he's like, you know, I I I don't want to read for you, but uh, but I will read for you. Yeah, like you know? right on the spot. <laughs> and he and he's kind of like, you know, I was like, I know I don't have to read for you because I'm Nick Cage, but I will read for you. Okay, I'm gonna read for you. And he just like goes into a scene,
0: and it's like a horrible Boston accent. He's like, oh, i been pregnant. the Boston accent here for you.
1: So you're seeing like yeah the cracks, and he starts drinking because he doesn't get the one gig, and then he's at his daughter's birthday party, and he starts singing the song he made up on the spot and it's awful and so he's taking this this gig to go to this birthday party just because he's like i need the money i can pay off some stuff he's been living at this really nice hotel for like six months and they're like you're currently owed six hundred thousand dollars uh towards this and what are you talking about they love me there um and meeting pedro pascal going to spain a lot of this movie was filmed in croatia but it's meant to be set in spain it just looks gorgeous. You know, you're thinking, Oh, this guy's a rich guy He lives on the, you know, this mansion right by the water. And he's just a big fan of Nick Cage. He has a screenplay for him. He's like, your agent got my screenplay. Right. And Nick Cage, the bond that two of them have, it's like, it's almost like, I think the guy who wrote this is kind of like the real life Javi, who has a deep love for Nick Cage. And it must be a big cinema file because it's taking all these elements of Nick Cage movies and kind of giving a reason of like why the world needs Nick Cage as an actor and entertainer and showing how little things like that can impact people in a completely different situation. And then almost living out those movies in a real life situation. I think it's just a fun movie that way because you're like, he's there being himself, but then he's actually like having to become like a spy at times. He's having to like be a buddy act out these scenes like there's a whole point where he's like like <laughs> Pedro Pascal starts running off to this cliff acting as if they're being chased there's no one around yeah. it's like he's doing an improv scene and then he's like come on just you know they're chasing us and Nick Cage does this dramatic turn to the camera and he's like are you scared or like it was and it yeah. was so like a, oh he he just wants to play and have fun and there's a moment in the trailer you see where like Javi has this giant room of Nick Cage memorabilia. And it was so fun to like, it's like an idolizing his work into this bigger adventure that, yeah, I want to spoil what happens in the rest of the movie, but I really enjoyed the comedy element and how much Nick Cage got to play in this. And Pedro Pascal, who we love as an actor, he's so fun as hobby. He's just like this nerdy guy who wants to like live up to his idol. You know,
0: it's so different than all these kind of like suave or more tough guys that he's played. He's just really hams up. And that was the huge selling point for me. Their bond in this film. just Even the one scene where like, I like your shoes, I like yours. And they switch them and they're like running around like, these are improper footwear. So yeah. Just little moments like that. And I just, I love that. That was like, for me, I would want to see just based on them alone. I wanted to see even sequel to this movie or just more. A buddy cop stuff with them because it was kind of like a big buddy cop road trip within a you know kind of film almost
1: uh we also got tiffany haddish and ike baron in this as these two cia agents and they're really funny you know they're both comedic actors who have done a lot of comedy movies um and i love some of the moments where it's like um i think nick cage is that's nick cage you know me and my niece just watched Crudes too you seen croods too i'm 44 years old why would i have seen croods too um, again, playing up a little bit of like, where do people know Nick Cage from in their world? He's like, I know Nick Cage because of Face Off. Um, Croods 2? <laughs> and like, hey, I love Croods 2. Oh yeah, that was, a, that was a great movie. I loved uh, doing the voice work. I love how much they like, which is again why I say, if you don't know a lot of Nick Cage's career or haven't seen a lot of his movies, you won't get this movie to like for what it's worth. Um, I think especially you have to know a lot of his 90s movies into like his national treasure ghostwriter career, and then a little bit of like what he's been doing since. And if you know all that, you're gonna love this movie for what it is, because it is just like a funny, it's a funny situational comedy. It's meta, it's talking about his life, but it's also a heartwarming like family story at the core and yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I I would be curious if there would be um, a potential further exploration of these characters, mainly for Nick Cage and Javi because of their friendship. And where the movie leaves off did kind of leave in a way of like, oh, if that's the start of, of the, 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 where it ends is like the start, there's so much they could do in the future with those characters if they wanted to. Um, But I love the concept. I love the acting. It was very funny. It's also a nice quick movie. It's like an hour 45. So it doesn't overstay its welcome. And uh, again, if you just love Nick Cage for who Nick Cage is, uh, the weirdness he is, the the power he has, the over the top, the way that they incorporate moments of his career throughout this film. And again, the kind of like it's a film within a film situation. For me, this is a solid eight out of 10. I really had a good time with it. And it was just a blast. I'm going to give it an 8
0: out of 10 as well. I love the music choices, the action. Again, classic over-the-top action. You're right. A huge, great tribute to Nick Cage and Nick Cage fans anywhere. Doesn't matter if you're a fan of Olves' work or quite a bit of it. This is the film for you. Great yeah. shout-out to him and Peter Pascal. Wonderful. I... Loved it. And I'd actually go see this again, um, especially in theaters. And you all should too. You got to see this in the biggest screen possible because this is a definitely great popcorn action flick. And you can see the unbearable weight of massive talent now in theaters. And that was this edition of Potential Picks.
1: Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or
0: you can email us